Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to It's a Religion, the podcast that seeks to encourage you in your faith, encourage you in uh, how to look at things in this life and realize that there is a war going on in our midst, a faith war, a war between faith and God Almighty and His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, and everything else that fills in that blank. Because you were made to worship, you were created with a purpose to worship God, the one true God, the God of the Bible. And uh, outside of that, there is nothing in this life that is of value, true value. Uh, it may hold value for a day. It may uh, help you or encourage you in some way. It may help you forget things for a while. Uh, in the case of uh, alcohol and other things that... that um, take away the pain, right? Or something like that. But in reality, uh, you were created. You are a created being. You were created to worship God and have a relationship with him, the one true God of the Bible, as we talk about that. And uh, we look at things through the lens of faith on this show, um, try and encourage people in their faith that, that have faith, but then also help people understand that there there's a battle going on and you you have to put your faith and allegiance on one side or the other either you you are with Jesus the Christ or you are with the world and what the world has to offer and we see a lot of craziness in uh what that looks like nowadays a lot of craziness and we are uh Going through the Bible, that's where we start. We start with Scripture uh, every day. And uh, one of the things that we've done lately is we're, we're going through the book of Genesis. The book of Genesis in the Bible is the book of beginnings. It is the true history of the world. And uh, it's interesting to me that Democrats and people who believe in the theory of evolution will typically claim the other person is doing what they're doing and what i mean by that is when you hear a democrat come out and say oh they're lying about this or that you can guarantee they're lying about something uh if they say that that they're an insurrectionist well i guarantee they're the ones that are probably causing an insurrection in some way um you know giving trump a hard time as a for instance for uh calling the guy in uh ukraine and yet Biden's the one that that uh, is really had a criminal operation with the guy, right? And is not being held to account for that. It, it's it's really quite comical. But the people who believe in the theory of evolution will point to Christianity as some hist, some story, some uh, fable, right? Oh, it's just something made up to make people feel better. And I just. I laugh and I go, well, wait a minute. What are you doing? You completely made up this theory to make yourselves feel better that you didn't need a God. And that's really all the theory of evolution is, is a made up uh, fantasy. There is no scientific foundation for that theory whatsoever. You can say, well, you went above dating methods. Yeah, well, they make a lot of assumptions in dating methods. And, and let's look at how accurate they usually are, right? Between 200 and 400 million years ago, and when somebody comes out and says, oh, 173 million years ago, such and such happened. And look at that and laugh. It's like, well, wait a minute. And was there anybody there to observe it? No. Was there anybody there to, uh, you know, how do you know that? Oh, we just do. Why? Well, trust us. We're the guys with the white coats on. 
And that's what it comes to. That's just, that's like government today. And the, the leftist people who want to tell you what to do, tell you how to live your life, tell you what's right and wrong. And uh, don't want you to have the freedom to live the way that you want to live. Um, it's, it's the same type of attitude, right? And that's, again, that's where it comes from. It doesn't come from being centered on the Lord Jesus Christ. If you are centered on him, you are for other people in a true sense. And you want them to be free to worship God in the way that they choose. And um, you don't want to impose your will on them. And that's that's the battle that, that goes on. Satan wants to pose his will on everything and everybody and oppose God's will in everything. And that is the battle that's playing out before us. So in the Bible, we were we were coming through the around chapter 30, 31, and I'm going to skip all the way forward to uh, chapter 49 and 50 and read a little bit of this because... This whole portion of scripture is about the story of Joseph and how Joseph was sold into slavery in uh, Egypt, comes to the house of Potiphar, the one of the chief guys in the kingdom, in the Egyptian kingdom, and then uh, and and is a great man in Potiphar's house. Well, then uh, Potiphar's wife wants to um, do some bad stuff with Joseph, and then you know he gets thrown into prison when when the uh, um, Potiphar finds out about it and then later fast forward a ways while Joseph uh, hangs out in prison for a while he dreams he interprets some dreams of some other guys and is accurate in his interpretation and later one of the guys figure you know remembers that when uh, Pharaoh has a dream well then next thing you know the guy is second in command in all of Egypt because of his ability to interpret Pharaoh's dream so we go through this whole story, and in the end, Joseph is there uh, to save people from a huge famine that's coming. And his family, uh, who is still dwelling in the land of Canaan, actually comes out to Egypt to buy food from him. And we see God's purpose in this whole thing. It made no sense that Joseph, at the beginning, was sold into slavery by his own family, by his brothers. And what an awful thing that is, and yet God used that um, for a purpose to save uh, Jacob and his family from famine, from a bad famine that was coming. So in the end, when Jacob had made an end of commanding his sons, he gathered up his feet into his bed, yielded up the ghost, and was gathered unto his people. So he goes through, this is in chapter 49 uh, and 50, and Jacob dies here uh, in Egypt at this point, and they're going to end up taking him back to the land of Canaan. It says, Joseph fell upon his father's face and wept upon him and kissed him. And Joseph commanded his servants, the physicians, to embalm his father. And the physicians embalmed Israel. And 40 days were fulfilled for him. So are the fulfilled the 40 days of that which were embalmed. And Egyptians mourned for him threescore and ten days. And when the days of his mourning were past, Joseph spake unto the house of Pharaoh, saying, Now, if I have not found grace in your eyes, speak, I pray you, in the ears of Pharaoh, saying, My father made me swear uh, in my grave I have digged for me in the land of Canaan. There shalt thou bury me. Now, therefore, let me go up, I pray thee, and bury my father, and I will come again. And Pharaoh said, Go up and bury thy father, according to as he had made thee swear. Joseph went up to bury his father, and with him went all the servants of Pharaoh, the elders of his house, and all the elders in the land of Egypt, and the house of Joseph and his brethren, and uh, goes on from there. So Joseph returned to Egypt, he and his brethren, and all that went with him to bury his father. And after he had buried his father, and when Joseph's brethren saw that their father was dead, they said, Joseph will peradventure hate us and will certainly require us all the evil which he, we did to him. And 
They sent a messenger to Joseph saying, The father commanded before he died, saying, and so they lied to him. Joseph said unto them, Fear not, for am I in the place of God? But as for you, you thought evil against me, but God meant it unto good to bring to pass, as it is this day, to save much people alive. So he says, I'll nourish you, I'll comfort your little ones. And uh, So Joseph uh, dwelt in Egypt. Joseph saw Ephraim's children of the third generation. And uh, Joseph took an oath of the children of Israel, saying, God will surely visit you, and you shall carry up my bones from thence. So Joseph died, being a hundred and ten years old, and they embalmed him, and he was put in a coffin in Egypt. So then we go into the book of Exodus, which I will talk about tomorrow. But, you know, the, the whole history of Joseph is how the Israelites came into Egypt, and eventually they're going to turn into slaves in Egypt, the, uh, the house of Israel will. And they will do that for 400 years, um, just as God predicted. And, you know, ultimately that's, that's what we're talking about, folks, here. You have the history of the world from God. Um, the history that, um, the true history of the world that we should put our trust and faith in. And the Bible goes through this history from a, a paradigm or a lens that, that points toward Christ, towards Christ coming into the world. Um, you know, we even saw through this section of scripture the the combination of Judah and Tamar, which are part of Christ's lineage. When Tamar should have been given to one of Judah's sons and winds up uh, having be with child from Judah himself. Um, and it's a. Uh, it's written down for our consumption. It's written down for our, our being able to see what happened back then and how we got to a point where Christ came into the world and uh, shows us you know, a lot about the character of God and, and what he cares about and things like that too. So let's take a look at, at what's going on out there uh, in the world today. Uh Woman dies, meets Jesus face to face, and having it's brought back to life. She wrote, it's real. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of stories out there about that type of stuff. People dying and coming back. And I don't know, you know, I'm not going to say whether they're uh, good or bad or uh, real or not real. I will... Um, Say this, that regain our freedom. Trucker convoy arrives in Canadian capital to protest vaccine mandates. Praise God for that. You know, it's, uh, it's, you know, we're in a battle for the hearts and minds of people, of our society in the United States and Canada and the Western world. And you got these guys trying to force people to take a vaccine that one, doesn't work. Two, doesn't protect anybody from anything. And three, what, are you kidding me? When have we ever forced people to do this? I mean, look at the Nuremberg trials and look at what we called evil not so long ago. And now all of a sudden it's a good thing for everybody. You know, I just sent out a bunch of stuff this morning 
to people uh, on this Health and Human Services Committee in Illinois. They're trying to uh, create a vaccine database in Illinois. They're trying to create uh, a situation where public health officials can get to know your public health data. And it's it's a heinous thing. It is incredibly uh, incredible overreach of government. We don't need government to tell us um, what to do. And this pandemic is a great example of that. It's been a disaster. Two years, we're still dealing with this. Lockdowns and all this other crud. And Pritzker standing out there in Illinois saying, oh, yeah, this is working. It's baloney. The whole thing has been a complete fabrication in order to get uh, to give government more power and authority over our lives. And uh, it's not the way it was meant to be in this country. And if people don't wake up soon, it's going to be gone. Oh, now the Freeport Journal standard has become the news journal. Wonderful. I'm sure it's going to be so much better and so much more real in the news it reports. Uh yeah. So eateries bill, eateries toast bill that makes to go alcohol sales. So yeah, everybody can take their booze with them. Um, what a disaster. So, you know, it's it's wonderful that we have such a uh, wonderful legacy media that. Uh, is always looking out for us. So instead of being on the front page, troubling small but very vocal minority, the Prime Minister calls them. Yeah, it looks pretty small there, Prime Minister. The entire town of wherever it is, Vancouver or Ottawa. Um, <laughs> there's got to be a few hundred thousand people. You know, and that's I, that is... Liberal ideology and people who believe in evolution um, look at things like that. I think, you know, Justin Trudeau leaves town. He can't even stand there and face people that oppose him. But that's that's the way leftists are. Leftists and people who put their trust and faith in evolution. They Instead of talking about facts and talking about true science, they want to stand there. They'll stand there and hurl names at people, call people things. Oh, you're just, you don't know what you're talking about. You're not even a scientist, right? Or whatever. Um, yeah, Trump hits at uh, pardons for January 6th rioters. And he should. Because I don't think, that, I think that was all a uh, setup. Complete setup. Uh and of course, we got to have a a woman with uh, lots of mel melanin in her skin or melatonin, whatever it is, the stuff that makes your skin darker. Um, apparently, that's a qualification for the Supreme Court now. And uh, instead of all being human beings, and instead of uh, the content of your character being the thing that that puts you on the Supreme Court, um. Now we're choosing people based on the color of their skin. Uh, damn it, yeah. And the Dems are all going to line up behind, uh, behind them. 
Radicalism, radicalism is waking Americans up. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. Because, you know, it's getting whacked out out there. And, you know, it's going to get more evil. I think that's just a, a factor of, of where we're at. When you put your faith and trust in things like evolution. Um, oh, Justin Trudeau, family moved to secret location during anti-mandate protest. What a joke. You know, even at the January 6th thing, that was such a setup. And these people make it out to be the worst thing that ever happened. And it's... it's uh, those people... We're not there to destroy the Capitol. They weren't there to hurt anybody. It wasn't one gun. The only gun that was fired during that whole thing was the guy, the D.C. cop that killed one of the protesters who was unarmed. And that guy should be in jail for discharging his weapon on an unarmed civilian. Justin Trudeau's family moved to secret location during anti-mandate protests. <laughs> And again, the legacy media will try and set that up like they're trying to come after him personally. It has nothing to do with that. It's about freedom, Justin. It's about what's right and wrong. And <clears throat> we've seen, you know, government wanting to subject people uh, to their authority in the last couple of years. And uh, it's it's a sad thing, right? But eventually it's going to happen folks you know satan's going to going to the antichrist will be revealed and the people of this world that haven't put their faith and trust in christ are going to bow down to him they're going to worship him as their king as their ruler as their potentate um, but those of us that have put our trust and faith in christ um will be persecuted you know if we're still here and uh it's just the way it is so, you know, I was listening to a show the other day, um, digital currencies coming, all this other stuff where they're going to be able to try and control what you do. And I know my wife and I talked a lot about that. And we're going to make the right preparations to be able to survive with our children. Um, when that happens, you know, when we, we won't be able to buy and sell anymore because we're not going to take a mark. We're not going to kowtow to that. So... <clears throat> anyway, the thing you have to realize is that this isn't it. The choices you make today in this life are going to affect you when you leave this place. And that story in CBN today is of a gal going to meeting Christ and coming back um, to tell her story. Is you know, plenty of people have met Jesus. Uh, he is a real person. And, you know, you can can suppress that truth and unrighteousness or you can put your faith and trust in him as your Lord and Savior. That's the only two choices you've got. So we encourage the latter, right? And uh, if you don't know him, find a Bible, read the book of John, get to know him, get to know who he is. And uh, but thanks for stopping by. We're going to we're going to call it a show today. I got some running to do this morning but uh thanks for coming by thanks for being involved and uh have a blessed day thank you lord for the 
small things like me and her on a porch swing for summer nights and fireflies and the sound of my old six string blessings on blessings on blessings on blessings if i still got breath in these lungs then that's all i need to get down on my knees and be thankful for all that he's done for my mama for my friends 